Entrepreneur on Fire 587. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Working with an individual graphic designer has its limitations. Timing is one. Want dozens of designers to choose from in just seven days? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. If you're starting a business or forming an LLC, LegalZoom will help take care of all the details. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter code FIRE for a $10 savings at LegalZoom. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Steve Cook. Steve, are you prepared to ignite? I am. Yes. Steve is the founder and CTO at Slicefy, a crowdsourced web infrastructure business based in Hong Kong. They compete with large providers like Amazon by letting anyone with a PC rent computer time over the internet. Giving our listeners just a little overview, Steve, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. I grew up in the, uh, in the UK, um, and uh, about uh, uh, almost 15 years ago, um, I had the opportunity to come to Hong Kong, um, and uh, you know, I was posted here by, uh, by the firm that I used to work, uh, work for. Uh, I knew nothing about Hong Kong. Um, but uh, I figured, you know, it's, it was only for a couple of months, and I figured, you know, anywhere would be interesting. Um, and that was, yeah, almost 15 years ago. Um, so I moved over to Hong Kong. Uh, I love the place here. Um, it's, you know, it's an amazing experience uh, to be out in Asia. Um, Hong Kong itself is very entrepreneur-friendly. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I never, I never look back, and uh, I never return to the U.K., so... Uh, uh, Hong Kong is is a pretty amazing place to be. So two months has turned into fifteen, 15 years. years. Wow, yes. love those stories, Steve. I'm still waiting for one of my trips overseas to kind of turn into one of those things. It hasn't yeah. happened yet, but give me a chance. I'm only 34. Come to Hong Kong. That's a great point. I've never been. <laughs> so, Steve, we're going to dive into your journey, which has been fascinating as an entrepreneur. But before yeah. we do. We always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. My success quote, John, is have fun. Have fun. Two simple words. And Steve, expounds into that. How have you had fun as an entrepreneur? Yeah, being an entrepreneur is tough, right? Most businesses fail. Um, You're trying to do everything by yourself. Um, so if you're, if you're not having fun while you're doing it, um, it, it really what's the point? So for me, I think, um, you know, just, just being out there doing something by yourself, driving something new, um, you know, building something that never existed before. Um, the reason why I do it is, is, is to have fun. You're learning things. You're, uh, you're getting out there and, and creating um, and at the end of the day, if you're not having fun, then, uh, you know, I think, I think you f- need to find something else to do. 
Love that mentality, Steve. And let's carry that into the rest of this interview, which is going to be a spotlight of you and your entrepreneurial journey. And Steve, we can obviously have fun when we're having successes and when we're having aha moments and light bulbs that are going off. But we're going to focus on a failure right now. We're going to focus on a trial and a tribulation that you went through at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. So Steve, I want you to take us down to the ground level. I want you to tell us a story of a time that you failed and give us the lesson, Steve, that you learned from that moment in time. I'll take it back to a few years ago. Um, I was doing a startup in, uh, in, in the finance space, um, trading um, credit derivatives. Now, if you go back to sort of 2008 when the uh, financial crash happened, um, a lot of uh, banks that were previously assumed to be you know, very safe investments, uh, places like Merrill Lynch, Citibank, Lehman Brothers, um, was, were sort of teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. And the trading in um, their credit instruments suddenly shot through the roof. There was a, there was a huge amount of interest in this. And, um, you know, I had uh, some connections to a couple of credit traders. So these are the guys that, that sit in between all the different banks um, and, and basically broker uh, credit deals between them. And uh, the way that they did this was, was over the phone. So, you know, they would sit and they would every day they would ring up 20 or 30 different traders and tell them, you know, what's going on in the market? What do you want to buy? What do you want to sell? Uh, and the process is completely manual. So I, I, I sat down with them and said, well, why don't we build an internet platform to do all of this stuff? Uh, but, but, you know, we put it on the internet and, and then everyone can talk to everyone else. You know, you, all, the, all the prices are published up. Uh, all the trading is automatic and, and, you know, you just sit back and, and take a commission. And it sounded like a great idea and, and, and the market was taking off. Um, so uh, we, we put together a little startup um, with the three of us. Um, took us about six months um, to get the platform up and running. Um, and a lot of that was, was, you know, just taking time to build the infrastructure. Um, and, and this was in the days before kind of cloud computing. Uh, so the ability to just go and get web servers from places like Amazon. Uh, this, this was before that all kind of took off. Um, and although it was, it was fairly quick, you know, it took us about six months to get the thing up and running. Uh, by the end of the six months, of course, the market had all calmed down. Um, most of the banks had been bailed out. Um, and the whole trading opportunity had disappeared. So even in, you know, even in just a short space of about six months, uh, we'd gone from this being, you know, a boom market and, and everyone wanting to, to get in and, and, and trade and, and uh, you know, volumes going up to basically no interest at all. One of the big things there that struck me was that the, the window of opportunity uh, for any kind of new business, especially one that's trying to capitalize on a, on a short-term trend, is very short. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons that we failed was that trying to get that infrastructure together, so being, you know, being able to get a website up and running, that had, you know, that was secure enough for the banks to use, that had backups and all this kind of thing, took a huge amount of time. It took us, you know, four months or something like that to pull all that in place. Um, so that's a massive opportunity cost there. 
So Steve, one thing I'm really taking from this that I think is powerful for entrepreneurs and specifically right now for Fire Nation is when you see an opportunity, when you see a void in the marketplace that's not being filled, take massive action. Go after it. Be aggressive. Get in there. Don't dally because you don't know when that opportunity is going to peter out. You don't know when that opportunity is going to come back again. Take massive action and see what comes. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and I think um, you know I, as well. Um, you know, just be aware that that nobody has a crystal ball. You, you, you're not going to know, like you say, when that when that opportunity is going to end. You don't even know if that opportunity is going to be around next week. Right. You don't know if it's going to be around in six months' time. So um, yeah, you know, move move quickly, um, and and also I think look look around the market as well and try and think. You know, if this specific opportunity goes away, are there other, you know, other similar businesses that you can move into that will be longer lasting? And I think Fire Nation, like another method you need to employ here is the gut check method. What is your intuition telling you? Is this something that you do want to dive into? Because if you do dive in and another opportunity comes up that you might be more, that might be more appealing to you, like, do you want to be head deep into this current project where you can't take advantage of any other opportunities because you're so focused? So what's your intuition telling you? What's your gut saying? Is it saying this is something that resonates with you? You want to go all in? Or is it saying, you know what? Let's hold up. Something is kind of raising a red flag. I'm going to wait for that opportunity to come up that I really resonate with. But once you do have that intuition that's saying charge ahead, go full steam, Fire Nation. There's no room for second place in a lot of these opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you're saying, I think it, it kind of goes back to what I, where I started out with, and that's have fun, right? It, it, take an opportunity that really resonates with you that that you're going to enjoy working on because it's going to be hard and you're going to be you know <laughs> working 24 hours for you know the, the the next you know anything up to the next sort of two or three years so totally it's hard steve and yeah. those people that look at it as sprinting that quick sprint to the money you know the doing something they're not enjoying that's not going to work but something that you enjoy that you resonate with you can look at as a marathon the long term you know maybe it doesn't turn into something long term but if it does you want to make sure that you enjoy it. And Steve, yeah. what I want to do is go to the other end of the spectrum because you've had quite the journey. You've had quite the stories. You share with us a failure. You share with us this challenge you've had to bounce back from. But now tell us a light bulb. Tell us a time in your story when you had an aha moment. Bring us down to that idea, that moment in time, Steve, and then walk us through the steps that you took to turn that idea into success. A big thing with 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 starting a, a successful business is um, is the time to market, um, and uh, you know as I said, this this was an issue where although we were quick, we weren't really quick enough. Um, in the last few years, um, though, the the infrastructure part of uh, of, of the, the business of setting up websites and things has moved on a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was kind of looking back and thinking, well, you know, what could have we have done better? Um, and, uh, you know, one, one, one opportunity that came, that, that has now come up that, uh, that, uh, you can now take advantage of if you're, if you're building a new business is cloud computing. So, um, you know, for, for, for people who don't really know what cloud computing is or, or haven't come across the term before, 
Um, it's uh, it's basically managed infrastructure, um, services, and software and things um, that are delivered over the web um, in an immediate, on-demand, and scalable way. So, uh, so let me give you an example. You know, when 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 we did this business several years ago, we had to go out and buy the servers, and and we had to go and sign a contract in the data center to 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 have our equipment hosted. Um, we need to go and buy drives, and we need to buy you know multiple copies of things because if one drive failed, we wanted to have a backup. If one server failed, we wanted to have a backup, and so on. So a lot of the complexity in, in getting that business off the ground was simply with the infrastructure. Now, what's happened is that um, cloud computing has come along, which is really a, revo- really a revolution in, uh, in terms of the way that you go about building that infrastructure. So these days I can go to a cloud computing provider and just log onto a website um, and get immediate access to all the infrastructure that I want, and it's all managed for me. So suddenly that that time that we spent, four months or something like that, um, you know, not only did I have to hire somebody to help set it all up and buy all the stuff and, and, and you know, put all the capital into that equipment, now I just simply go to a website uh, that, that, you know, provides the infrastructure. I can log in with a credit card and 10 minutes later, I have it all set up. So, so just that, that ability to shrink that four months down to 10 minutes um, it's just a, it's, it, to me, that's just a massive opportunity. Um, and and it's, not, it's not the first time this has happened. I'll share another quick story. So, sure. so just before I, I, um, I worked on the startup, I was actually working at Lehman Brothers. Um, and, and my job was in, in um, the derivatives technology team, uh, where a big part of it is, um, is handling the risk for their products and, and pricing things up. And uh, these are these are complex financial instruments, and they needed, you know, something like a hundred servers. So, so you know, a rack of a hundred servers to do all the number crunching, um, to do, you know, to calculate the value of these these derivatives that they were holding. So, you know, th- we needed to get this set up, and we needed to go and buy it all. Um, and I think we we spent close to a million dollars. Um, and, uh, you know, it took us three months to get, go and buy all the equipment and get it all set up. And at the end of the three months, guess what? The market had crashed. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, Lehman had gone bankrupt. So, you know, you'd gone and bought all this equipment and spent a huge amount of time and effort setting it all up. And by the time that you've done that, the opportunity is gone and the market's changed completely. So, uh, you know, the, the aha moment for, for me was really, um, you know, when, when cloud computing started to take off and, and when I started to be involved with it um, and really realizing the, the tremendous advantage that, that it can give with time to market. Nobody knows what happens in the future. You know, things move very, very quickly. So suddenly being able to, to reduce those three or four months down to 10 minutes is, is a massive advantage. So Steve, boil it down for us because you just shared two great stories. You shared a lot of golden nuggets, but for Fire Nation, pull out one golden nugget that you want us to walk away with from these aha moments that you've had in your journey. I think the big thing is time to market and, and, and the fact that cloud infrastructure can get you there very quickly. Time to market. I love that, Steve, and Fire Nation 
take that, take that to heart. When you have an idea, go after it, be aggressive. I love those two words, massive action. And Steve, you've had a lot of great moments, but share with Fire Nation your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Yeah, so the the current startup that I'm running, Sliceify, um, I've been working on for just over one year. And uh, the the idea was really to to come up with a, a cloud infrastructure business that was much more efficient than the ones that are, that are out there. So it's, it's, so it's cheaper for the customers, it's, it's higher performance, and it scales much better. And, um, you know, we, uh, I, I assembled a team. We've we got some great people working with us. Um, and it took us about nine months to put the basic platform together um, and, and, and get our website up and running. And um, you know what the, 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 the proudest moment I have is when that first customer comes in the door and pays money for what you've built. That's such a key, critical moment in every entrepreneur's journey. It's so easy, Steve, for people to say, yes, that's a great idea. I think you should go do that. Has that person taken money out of their wallet and paid for a service, put a deposit down, become an early bird registrant with financial commitment? That, Fire Nation, is when you know you have something, when people will actually put forth those finances. And Steve, this leads us perfectly to the fact that, listen, as entrepreneurs, we lead quite the journey of the highs, the lows, this emotional roller coaster. We get 10 sales one day, zero the next. We go from the highest of highs down to the lowest of lows. How do you, Steve Cook, keep some semblance of a balance? To build a community around you, um, you know, be involved in the startup scene. Um, you know, here in Hong Kong, it's a pretty small group of people. Um, the startup scene is only really starting to get off the ground. Make friends. Um, everyone's in the same position. There's going to be highs and there's going to be lows. Um, and, and, you know, build a, build a group of friends around you that, that can relate to that. So, Steve, let's talk about you today. You're in Hong Kong. You're in a pretty small but powerful entrepreneurial community. Sliceify is rocking and rolling. Share with Fire Nation one thing that just has you fired up right now. Right now, we have a great opportunity in the sense that with the internet, everything is global. There's, there's no limit to, what, to, to, to how many people can be customers. There's no limit to how, how many uh, partnerships you can have. There's no limit to how big that you can grow an opportunity. Um, so, so for me, I think just, just the way that, that technology is right now, we're, we're at a kind of a, a, an immense uh, turning point in, in, in the history of man, really, that suddenly everyone is connected to everybody else um, via internet, via mobile. Technology is is out there in everybody's hands. So for me, I think there's just a massive opportunity uh, to to change the world. Changing the world, Steve. That's one of Entrepreneur on Fire's goals too. So I will join you in that venture. And Steve, we're about to dive into the lightning round. But before we do, let's thank our sponsors. Let's face it. The legal system is complicated. And frankly, there are better things you could be doing with your time, like working on building your audience and creating products and services that help them. 
Thankfully, LegalZoom is here for you. If you're thinking about starting a business, forming an LLC, getting a trademark, LegalZoom gets the job done right. You'll get the personal attention you need and they'll help you take care of all the details. Do you want peace of mind? I don't blame you. Starting a business the right way involves a lot of checks and balances. Good thing for us, LegalZoom's been helping small business owners for over 14 years and they've received an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. For a $10 discount on services, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com, discount code FIRE. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help services, but it's not a law firm. Go to LegalZoom.com, enter discount code FIRE. Fire Nation, I recently heard a great story about two guys in Dallas who started their business using just an iPad and 99 designs. Outline the sky. Palmer and Rex had enough of the t-shirt era dominated by mainstream brands with big blatant logos. So they had an idea. They found a Google image of the Dallas skyline, printed it out, traced it, took a picture with an iPad, and used an app to color it in. With that, they went to 99designs and launched a logo design contest. Within a week, they had an inspiring new logo. Voila! Outline the Sky was born. The duo is now in over 10 retail outlets and they've sold thousands of urban themed tees across the country. I found 99designs to be a great partner for any entrepreneur looking to bring an idea to life. Maybe you too can take your idea from merely an iPad drawing to a recognizable brand. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. And Steve, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yeah, it does. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think just being too comfortable uh, in my day job. Um, you know, I think, I think when, you, when you step out to be an entrepreneur, you're suddenly on your own. And, uh, and it is kind of scary. You don't have anyone to turn to. Uh, the decisions are your own. Um, you, you know, for a, for a bootstrap startup, the investment is your own. Uh, so, um, you know, I think I think just just having the the self confidence and and the willingness to get out of your comfort zone that was a big thing for me. What is the best advice you've ever received? Just be persistent. Um, just, you know, keep, keep doing the actions, um, keep, keep working through the list. Um, if you call up three potential clients and, and don't get any leads, uh, don't give up. Just, just keep going. Call a hundred more. Um, it, it always takes time to get things off the ground. It always takes more time than, than you think it will. Um, and, uh, you know, especially like I'm, I'm a technologist, uh, my, my background is as a developer. Um, it can be depressing, um, you know. If you if you if you're out of your comfort zone and, and you're trying to do sales and, and you're not really a sales guy, um, it, it's tough. But uh, you know, just keep keep going, be persistent, and uh, and you'll get there. Steve, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Using your own product, um, you know, I think yeah. There's a, there's a few different ways that people say it, but basically. Make sure that you use your own product every day. Um, that's really the only way that you can understand how your user is feeding. You put yourself in your user's shoes. 
You mean I have to listen to Entrepreneur on Fire every single day, Steve? Well, why wouldn't you? It's a, it's a great podcast. <laughs> I love it. Steve, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? The Microsoft BizSpark program, which, uh, which we're a member of. Um, so for you know, people who haven't come across this, uh, basically Microsoft have um, kind of a, a, a program for startups uh, where it's a free program. It's pretty easy, uh, straightforward to register. Uh, but you basically get access to all of the Microsoft technology for free uh, for the first three years of your startup. Um, so you have access to the development tools. You have access to the Azure cloud platform. You have um, you know copies of uh, Windows and Office and all the rest of it. Uh, and it's free. So, you know, if you're, if you're trying to build a small startup and, and you know, every, every dollar counts, um, you know, it can really help you get up and running. Wow, Steve, that is a huge opportunity for entrepreneurs that are looking to bootstrap, that are looking to budget. I mean, this is a massive tool chest of just great resources. So thanks for sharing that. And Steve, Fire Nation's well aware. They can find the links to this resource and everything else that we're chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Steve Cook. And Steve, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? book that I read recently is The Startup Owner's Manual by Steve Blanks. Um, it's, uh, it's only kind of, kind of switched a few lights on for me. I, I, I think one of the great things about it is that it covers quite a lot of different ideas. So there's a little bit of the lean startup in there. Um, there's, there's quite a lot about customer development. Um, so it, it covers quite a lot of ground quite quickly. Um, so, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're new to entrepreneurship, if, if you haven't really tried to do something before, um, go and grab that book and then, you know, I think – after reading that, you'll want to go and dig into it. Uh, you know some of the other resources a little bit more, but it gives you a great overview of what you need to be doing to set up a successful business. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Steve, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? At the end of the day, being an entrepreneur is, is about solving problems for somebody. So for me, I would, I would look around and I, I would talk to the people around me um, and I would try to, to, to understand what's going on in this new world and try and find a problem um, that, that I can solve. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm passionate about technology. I'm a developer. I, you know, I love building things. Um, so, you know, if, if I have a laptop, I, I, can, I can build something. Um, and at the end of the day, for me, it's really just about finding the problem, finding something that, that, that clicks with me personally, um, and then charging ahead and, and trying to solve it. Steve, you shared some great stories with Fire Nation today. You've given us some lessons learned, you know, some good, solid takeaways that we can apply to our entrepreneurial journeys. So thank you for that. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. 
have fun. It's uh, it, it's tough being out there on your own. You know, you're gonna be uh, there's gonna be a lot more lows than they're gonna be highs. Um, be passionate about about what you do. And what's the best way that we can find you? Just come to the website. Um, that's www.slicify.com. Uh, you can contact us through there. Um, you can also find out more about our business. Well, Steve, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've been talking about in today's episode at eofire.com. Just type Steve in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right out, Fire Nation. Steve, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, are you in a mastermind? How about joining hundreds of fellow podcasters who can help you navigate iTunes, Adobe Audition, and other programs that you might be struggling with? Podcasters Paradise has it all. And in addition to an amazing community of over 350 podcasters, Paradise offers you all the video tutorials, tools, and resources you need to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Come check out one of our live webinars at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 